Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. For those of you who were not listening last night, we did an episode called The Magic Sword, and this is going to be the continuation to that series. Now, if you want to see more of this series and you have some ideas on what could happen next, you can write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com, follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, pretty much any of those things. And uh, I think on each one of those platforms, there's a place where you can comment on what you'd like to see happen next in this series. Anyways, if you like the podcast, don't forget to share it with a friend and rate and review it on whatever app you're listening on. And now on to the Magic Sword Part 2, Ninja's Attack. Don't worry, parents, it's not too violent or anything. Just imagine yourself laying in your bed as comfy as can be. You close your eyes and you begin to dream. You suddenly find yourself in a bright white room. You get up, look around the room, and you begin to search for an exit. You check the left wall and the right wall but there really doesn't seem to be anywhere to go. You are looking for something that is not there, a voice says from behind you. You turn around and you see a glowing blue person. Who are you? Ah, I am the past master of the sword, the sword you now possess. The strange blue person tells you. The sword? I, you mean the katana I found in the forest? Well, how am I talking to you? You ask. Well, says the voice. The sword you now possess contains the knowledge and the memories of all of its past wielders. Really? The knowledge and memories of all the past wielders are in the sword, you say? Yes, the voice says. That is how you are able to move like you are. You can jump and flip and use your sword because you are channeling the memories of the past wielders of the sword. Wow you say. That's amazing. Well, what do I do now, you ask? The sword chose you, the voice tells you. But beware, there were others who wanted the sword. They will be trying to find it. Okay, like uh, other ninjas or something like that, you ask. Yes, there is a shadow society that trains in the darkness. They are looking for the sword as well, the voice tells you. Well, is there anything else you can tell me to help me out here? I'm uh, not really used to uh, ninjas trying to attack me or anything like that. Yes, the voice says. You seem like a kind young person who would not want to hurt others. Just because you wield a sword does not mean you must use it to do harm. There are many techniques that the previous wielders of the sword had to put people to sleep or to stop them without harming them, uh, permanently anyways, the voice explains. Can you show me some of them? Yes, the voice says. Suddenly four or five different ninjas appear around you, almost as if magically conjured, but since you are in your dream, you kinda shake it off. Now I will show you the art of striking pressure points to make your opponent go to sleep, the voice says. 
one by one the ninjas that just appeared attack the man who was there before. And one by one, he strikes them with a series of quick blows that cause the ninjas to just fall asleep and peacefully lay down on the ground. That's amazing, you say. You work with the master for a while. He shows you how to move your hands. He shows you exactly where to strike to make your opponents fall asleep. You practice again and again against the master and then against the ninjas he conjured until you have it all figured out. You're sure the muscle memory's there. Your hands move through the movements with ease and you're confident you can put any random ninja to sleep if you need to anyways. Hopefully that won't come up though. Good work, the voice says. Now it's time to wake up. Just as he says that, a bright light appears. You try to close your eyes to shield yourself from the light, but it doesn't really work. Soon the light disappears, and when you open your eyes again, you find yourself sitting in your bedroom staring at the sword that's leaning against the wall in the corner. You swing off your blanket and swing your legs down out of bed. You get dressed for the day as quickly as you can and you go grab the sword. Just like yesterday, you throw the sword over your back and it somehow magically clips right on. Then it turns invisible which is kind of perfect because walking around with a sword on would bring up a lot of questions from people, you know? You go about your normal morning routine, eating breakfast, that sort of stuff, and then you head out for school. You walk away from your house a little bit before you hear rustling sounds. You get a strange sensation that gives you a shiver in your spine, and you know there's enemies nearby. Before long, out of all of the surrounding trees and out of the bushes pop what can only be described as ninjas. Ninjas everywhere. Some of them holding nunchucks, some of them with swords, some of them with staves, and even a couple holding bow and arrows. Give us the sword, one of them says. I don't want to give you the sword, you say back. This is my sword. I'm the chosen one, you say. You are not the chosen one. Our master is the chosen one. Give us the sword, the leader says again. Again, you say. Not gonna happen. You reach back behind you and grab the handle of the sword. It reappears as you pull it out of its scabbard. Then you get low in your best fighting stance, ready to defend against about ten ninja. That was the wrong answer, the ninja says. You brace yourself, gripping the sword as tightly as you can. You feel the memories of the past wielders of the sword flow through you, giving you the ability to leap, chop, dance, flip, pretty much anything you could need to do in a ninja battle. One of the enemies lunges towards you, but with a quick spin you evade and counter, your sword clashing against his, breaking it instantly. As another attacks, you leap over him, striking a pressure point on his neck in mid-air. Before he can comprehend what happened, he's already slumping to the ground, fast asleep. The techniques the ninja master taught you while you were sleeping are real. They, they really work. The battle intensifies. While some of your enemies fail to the might of your sword, Others find themselves drifting into unconsciousness as you skillfully target their pressure points. Then you see two of the ninjas high up on nearby buildings. 
You quickly leap into the trees, climbing up them faster than any human should really be able to, flipping from branch to branch until you leap from one of the top branches, execute a perfect front flip, and land gracefully on the building nearby where some other ninjas are waiting. But the rooftops become an arena of your skill. Your dance of evasions, spinning, jumping, and flipping out of the way of every attempted strike from one of the other enemies. One by one, at just the perfect moment, you hit your enemies in one of the pressure points, causing them to fall asleep instantly. Soon, most of them are sleeping peacefully on the ground. But then, the leader of the ninjas steps forward, your most formidable enemy. And he's not just a master with his blade, it also turns out he's adept in the art of pressure points. A tense duel occurs, both of you trying to find an opening. You dodge a swipe aimed at your neck and counter with a pressure point strike, but he evades just in time. The two of you seem evenly matched, until in a surprising twist, you feign a forward strike, only to drop and sweep his legs. Off balance, he's vulnerable for just a moment, allowing you to tap a pressure point on his left arm. Slowly, his eyes close, he collapses onto the ground, and he immediately starts to snore. Victory would seem to be yours. You sheathe your sword back in its scabbard and look around at all the sleeping ninja around you, some of them down on the ground, some of them up on the roof where you are. Then you hear a popping sound followed by a What's that? You look around you and smoke starts rising up on every side. You feel the strange tingling sensation, but you can't tell which direction it's coming from. Then, you feel something grab the sword on your back and pull it away from you. It rips off your back and disappears into the smoke. Where did it go? You turn around looking for it, but you're unable to find it. The smoke disappears, and you look around you, wondering where exactly the sword went and who exactly took it. But without it, you have no special powers at all. You search for a door on top of the building and open it up. You find a long stairwell that leads back down to the ground floor and you walk along the sidewalk all the way home. When you get home, you sit down in front of your house, super sad. Oh, this is the worst. What am I gonna do? A strange sensation takes over. You close your eyes and you immediately begin to meditate somehow. Your mind disappears from wherever you are, and it immediately transports to a dream world like the dream you had the other night. And once again, the past master of the sword appears in front of you, a bright blue figure. Ah, you have lost the sword, I see, the leader says. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know where it went, and without it, I don't have any special abilities at all. Don't you, the leader says. If that were true, how are you talking to me? The master asks you. Huh. So you mean I'm still connected to the sword somehow? You ask. Yes, the master says. You are chosen by the sword. Unless another leader is chosen, 
or you are defeated. Only you can wield the sword, and the memories and magic from it will still be connected to you. Really? That's amazing. Now all I have to do is find it. But how am I going to do that, you say? How did you do it the first time? The master asks you. Well, the first time I saw a lightning strike in the forest and I just went looking for it. Although, I did feel a pull from where it was coming from. You focus again on your senses. And, strangely, you feel a little tug at your left side, as if you're being pulled in that direction. You turn that way and walk to the exit of your home. On the way out, you see a broom. Perfect, you think. You grab the broom and unscrew the handle from it. This'll do for now, you say. You walk out the front door, quickly jump up to the top of your house using the skills that you thought you'd lost, and then, running along buildings and trees, jumping from branch to branch, from roof to roof, and running where necessary, of course, there's not trees everywhere, I mean, come on. You head in the direction of the pole, and before long, you come to a huge warehouse with large garage doors. You watch the warehouse and you see a ninja walk up to the door, open it with a key and slide inside. You quickly follow him, slip in the door before it closes, and then, with a series of light pressure point taps, you knock the ninja out, causing him to start snoring on the ground. You enter the main room where you see ninja everywhere. Ninjas playing cards, ninjas playing basketball, ninjas just kind of like hanging out and sitting around and stuff like that, but ninjas everywhere basically. You walk into the middle of the room and someone points at you and shouts. Soon all of the ninjas stand up, facing you and brandishing their weapons. Then, you see them start to move slowly from the back, opening up an aisle on the left and right. And from the back of that aisle, a man walks out holding your sword. The man doesn't look like a ninja. He's wearing a very fancy suit, and he has lots of jewelry and expensive things on. Are you here for this? He asks. Uh, yeah, that's mine. Give it back to me. I'm not giving it back to you, the man says. But if you want to come and take it, uh, you can try. You grip the broom handle as tightly as you can and then you get yourself in a perfect fighting stance. The man draws the sword, your sword, throws the scabbard to the ground, and lifts the sword up in the air. But strangely, you know that you're not in danger. You can't be hurt by your own sword. The man attempts to swing the sword down towards you, but the sword just freezes in the air. The man tries to pull it down again and again, but it just stays exactly where it is. Having trouble, you ask? You run towards the man, jump up in the air, doing a perfect flip. You grab the sword out of the air and land gracefully behind him, spinning the sword in a circle. Just by thinking about it, the scabbard jumps up off the ground and flies towards you as well. You grab the scabbard and press it against your back. It attaches itself once again. Then you hold the sword in both of your hands, looking at all of the enemies around you. You close your eyes for just a second to focus, and you feel a strange energy course through your body. When you open them, 
you feel a new sense of power. You raise the sword high up in the air, and then you strike it down on the ground. A wave of blue energy shoots out in every direction, and instantly, all of the ninja fall asleep on the ground. Well, uh, that settles that, you say. You resheathe the sword and walk out the front door. Once again, using your amazing parkour abilities, you leap from surface to surface to get on top of the nearest building. You jump from buildings to trees with a little bit of running, of course, uh, as we spoke about before, until you get back to your house. When you get there, you realize how incredibly tired you are. You may have the skills of the warriors from before, but you haven't quite developed the same muscle stamina, maybe. You head directly to your room as quickly as you can. You reach onto your back and pull the sword off, placing it in the corner once again. You close your blinds and turn out your lights, and you climb into your bed. You pull the covers up over top of you, and you get ready for a well-deserved sleep. Your muscles are aching, and your eyelids are heavy. You just allow them to close. And with each breath, you allow your muscles to melt away, and your body to sink deeper and deeper into the mattress. You allow your mind to drift away and fall asleep. Good night, everyone. <laughs>